Welcome to Calispin. We've got a Nation Betrayed update. It's a supplementary show uh, to give a little more further clarity and explanation on the former show we did. A few people out there were a little confused to say the least, so I've got Liz back here to um, just to bring you up to speed on that. In the meantime, let me just bring you up to date on the Elodial stuff. As promised, Liz has completed the mortgage letter to send to your bank, uh, part of which will explain a few things in detail and allow you to withdraw the um, irrevocable power of attorney that you unwittingly or unknowingly gave to the bankers when you signed your mortgage agreement. So we will have that letter up on the New Freeland official uh, website, uh, oh, sorry, Facebook page. And we are also going to talk about, what was the other thing we we're going to talk about, Liz? <laughs> the document of the 22nd. The document of the 22nd. Um, also, Liz is taking care of all the settlement for New Freeland. She's working with another who will uh, help her um, coordinate all the people to go on and start settling our land down there, uh, which will then be their land because that's, that's what we do. We like giving people their freedom. So we're delivering it now. Liz, with this, um, in our show, A Nation Betrayed, we were talking about uh, documents that were served on the various, uh, like Treasury, uh, the Governor General, and the Prime Minister's office. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people were wondering what it really it's all about. If you can explain the documents, where they originated, how we got to where we are, and what's going to happen from this point forward. Okay. Thanks. Thanks, Kelvin. Okay. Um, <clears throat> now, I tried to put them in chronological order, and I think I've got them right. So we start off with a document that is the full uh, transcript of a telephone call between uh, Gregory Bo Bourne, or Bowen, yep. and uh, this person called Alistair Waite. And there are snippets of it that were put into um, the document of the 22nd, uh, that um, about the treaty partner and how um, um, Alistair Waite was saying, but so you were saying that the treaty partner, the fifty-fifty partner, has um, has vacated, and Gregory Bourne is saying yes, yes. So, so that's where we start with. So I'd we haven't got a actual time, but we have the date, and that was the 11th of December, 2020, yeah. which was the first day of the Hui and Waitangi, yeah. which formulated the content of the, um, of the actual document that was served on the 22nd. Just to cut in, uh, when Liz is talking about Gregory Bowen um, at the Governor-General's residence? Yes, that's correct. He's his secretary. Basically what they're saying is the... Crown you have now is actually the New Zealand government. There's no such thing as the the Queen Elizabeth II. She doesn't feature here at all. She has no executive powers exercisable outside of England at all. And even Liz will explain she doesn't even have that. But there is no treaty partner, any signature or anything like that. So the treaty itself is dead um, because the one of the parties to the treaty has uh, vacated and has been. We can actually pick a number of dates where that happened, but one key one is uh, the passing of the uh, New Zealand Constitution Act 1986. That completely destroyed it. So when you realise that from this point forward, the New Zealand government is illegitimate, um, the rest will start to make sense. Right. Thanks. Okay, so we start with that. Now, that was probably in the morning because the next document um, I have is um, the same day 
at um, which is Friday, uh, December eleventh, twenty twenty, at five fourteen p.m. By this stage, uh, Lady Crown or Jennifer Alexander, aka, um, had been denied entrance to New Zealand. Right. And so this person, um, Stephen Kartipa, who's known as a private security collective in the Sovereign House at 162 High Street, Harwara, then sends off a, an email, or a Gmail in this case, to, um, he sends off for a travel exemption, what's called a travel exemption. And um, he sends it to Jacinda Ardern, to David Clark, to P. Williams. Who's that? Oh, who's that one? P. Williams. Anyway, one of the ministers. I think it's the um, Polynesian chip. Uh, oh, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yes. yeah. And um, they'll have something to do with immigration. Yeah, should exactly. And, <clears throat> and Chris Farfoy. Okay. So he uh, he says to the Honourable minister, Ministers that it requires ministerial urgency and requests an urgent response. Well, according to Alfred Mitchell, they never got one. But the, re- the, um, the document he sends to them explains that, um, that um, Jennifer Alexander, a.k.a. Lady Crown, has yeah. been denied um, entrance to New Zealand yeah. and that um, he's um, asking um, at 3.30, actually, on the same day, uh, this chief of security had asked the duty manager for New Zealand immigration um, can she not get in, and had been refused there as well. So in actual fact, there's been a lot of refusals to let her in. So the chief of security um, then wants to try and comply with what what immigration, why will they let her in if they do a certain number of things. So, and they and they justify that by saying, um, that the Ministry of Public Health New Zealand can provide an ex- exemption with appropriate notice. This notice is appropriate for ex- exemption under special circumstances in reference to Te Tiriti o Waitangi and Hei Whakaputanga articles under prerogative powers pertaining to natives of New Zealand. And they request that Lady Crown has an exemption <coughs> from the quarantine. Surprised they spelt that wrong. Which it one? should be Te Tiriti. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah, it shouldn't yeah. be te, the English word treated in or yeah. Waitangi. Yeah, be like okay. That. So it's it's strange because they didn't actually denying that such a treaty exists anymore. But anyway, they want this exemption under that. Yeah. Um, and that um, they request that um, LC, I'll call her, has an exemption from quarantine and that LC was advised by this office to undergo a medical COVID assessment Indicate, including her entourage within Australia. Yeah. That didn't work. Right. Then we go to the next document. Did they get any answer back, any reply? No, apparently so, but we don't really know that that's the case, but um, they didn't get any. Um, that's so the fact is we don't have the response and we don't know if they've got one. Yeah, we okay. don't know. So, so that was at 5.14pm. So then, of course, there's a phone call up to Waitangi. Where's our, you know, we, we can't get our lady in. 
And so they have then the Waitangi Special Resolutions that are passed, and this was passed uh, from uh, a location at Waitangi called um, pa, uh, Waitangi Pa Koti, the Waitangi um, Court. However, Mr Mitchell says it actually uh, was a, at a meeting that was held um, uh, starting time at 9pm that evening, and um, and that another email or um, resolution was made that they should um, reschedule uh, Lady Crown to come over on the 13th, which was the last day of the hui, presumably to sign off the document that was going to be formulated over those three days. Yeah. So then they ask for um, safe passage for her and that she's going to travel from Sydney to Auckland on Sunday the 13th, uh, the 20, uh, 2020, and return on Thursday the 17th, 2020, with, sov- uh, with Crown's su- sovereign immunity. And then they have the re- resolution. And I believe that I spoke about that in the last, um, the last segment. So that didn't work either because she didn't come over then either. So we get then, which is a really fascinating document, which um, I didn't talk about last time because I I didn't even have time to go through all of the documents that um, Alfred Mitchell gave me. But I then, um, on further study, I came across this one. Now, this is um, basically the minutes of that meeting that was held at the Copthorne, I I think it was the Copthorne Hotel they held it at. Alfred says that he and another um, person who should have been involved called um, Georgie Joe got sick of trying to explain to people who didn't know what they were talking about um, that they they went back to their hotel, okay? And this this meeting went on. But somehow, um, in all of the arguing, um, Mr. Mitchell got got the minutes right. So um, the, some of the people were, who were there was someone called um, Stan Taurua, Um and of course um, Mr. Mitchell got a um, uh, got a copy. The the sender of it was uh, someone called Clifford Morgan, and he sent these minutes out to somebody called Craig Terahi. Terahi. And somebody with a with an email, um, Quaylin. Quaylin. Yeah. Q-U-A-L-I-N. Okay. And then it's it's a mixture of um, of Maori and um, and English, but it's interesting. They say um, as best as possible. The following is a complete comprehensive update with the intention of eliminating any third party inter- interference joinder misrepresentation, presumptions or confusions in relation to Te Whakamingenia, or oh, long, long name. <laughs> You're doing well. Oh, Stan and Billy's kaupapa ko tahitanga te whare oranga. Okay? Yeah. So, so they're distancing themselves from They're them. distancing themselves from Stan and Billy, by the sound of things. Billy being Billy TK. Mm-hmm. So that there can be no doubt the attached minity, which means minutes, minutes yep. in parts subscribed <coughs> by Johnny um, in the Fare Tupuna on the 13th of the 20th is sufficient to demonstrate who has been mandated and to what extent their position role is. Te Kaupapa spoken to, including 
of the support discussion points, notes provided by Georgie Job are just that, clear discussion points to develop and a plan too for as yet not men- mandated tautoku, which support those who are given effect via the tautoku, tautoku. o te miniti na mihi. Thank, thank you for the minutes, Georgie. Okay. I mean, very bad translation on my part. Mike's, my... Um, but basically, just sincere apologies. What, what's this saying out of all of this is we're going to. We, these are the minutes that have been scribed partly by Johnny, but partly by Georgie. Um, and should anything um, from the, the the minutes require amendment, contact me directly and CC all here so that I might correct the record. Now, of course, this was not to be released to the public. This was to be kept private, confidential, and the attachments to be kept private, not released to the public. So, you know, maybe there's uh, someone's going to sue me, but too bad. Okay. Um, so, no rera is such. I don't know what that is. Only these in these minutes give um, support and tasks with jobs. Um, this I see is, you're doing a manual translation. I'm as doing you go, a manual translation. Uh, and, uh, and jobs from the hui may act and give effect to, accept, uh, uh, collect, Collate related data, receive queries et al. That said, we welcome any related queries, inquiries. Or queries. Yeah, that's in Japanese. That's not in Japanese. That's in (laughs) Maori. With this caveat. um, Kaupapa. Kaupapa, yeah, okay. All issues need to come through Te Kaitiaki Administrator. Now, that's an interesting. Te Kaitiaki is an administrator. Ideally, CC'd with and to te fare o runanga Administrative caretaker. Okay, yeah. cool. Thank In you. We, we're doing quite good on this we translation. Are. Somebody might employ us. <laughs> of import. Now, this is a... I see you got that highlighted. I've got this highlighted. Um, we have no relationship or document instrument of accord with the claimed Nati Wikitoria. Right. Now, Nati Wikitoria is the name that we as non-Maori are given. You okay? people anyway, not me. I'm Irish Scots. We oh, never had a queen. Yeah, no, 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 no. Nati Wikitoria, no Maori blood. Okay? Yeah. But, you know, we're kind of respected. Uh, so we, they have no um, relationship with us. It, the NZPP agents thereof, so NZPP are agents for us yep. non-whites, uh, non-Maori, Lady Crown, Russell Gould, the so-called Postmaster General yeah, of the yeah. World, and her video release in the public breached our culpapa. We will need to find out who was responsible for that. So, the video they're talking about, I actually just got the news uh, release that came with that today. So, I'm, but I'm going to put that in context because it's it related. It re- it relates to the twenty second, but in actual fact. Um, uh, a um, it it was only received by me today, so I, I'll talk about that in a minute. Okay, so um, so until such time, those ropu are able to evidence being principal to our tupuna rangatira. Oh, yeah, okay. So basically, are you a, a, direct, a direct descendant, descendant in in bloodline? Yeah. Okay. Otherwise, you can't from, be in the club. From, from the chiefs who signed the Declaration of Independence in 1835, because, of course, as I said before, once 
Titiriti is out of the way, once the Treaty of Waitangi is out of the Falls way, they to have that. to then fall back to 1835. Um, they never had, never will be permitted to presume joinder to the sovereign affairs of Te Wakaminga. Te Wakaminga. Oh, yep. yep. The invitation to the hui was a call for kotahitanga, not joinder or off-the-table agenda. So what he's saying there is... Okay, these guys can come along. They can, you know, kotahintanga um, means every man and his dog, and um, and have a chat and you know show us all sorts of support and you know make it look like it's something for all New Zealanders. But actually, we couldn't give a darn about them. Yeah. Okay, and they have included Billy Tikahika in that as being the yeah as being and, an outer. Yeah, and but they have put him in the same basket as Stace and Lady Crown. Wow. Okay, so they put them all in together, right? So then they just say Alfred, who um, you know handed this over, has been tasked to retrieve any and all data, drafts, records in relation to the declaration, missive, and report that has been that has been done. From that point on, we will control any and all administrative processes, outcomes, including finalisation of a notice, feedback from Rangatira, Hapu Tuturu, Tuturu, I don't yeah. know what that is, and where it is to be delivered, announced, to be advised ASAP. So that says to me that was the 22nd as well. That right. was from that was the minutes of the meeting um, or the conclusions of the minutes that was held at 9pm, starting at 9pm on December. <clears throat> so basically what we have is we have 11th. we have a, a group of people up in Waitangi mm-hmm. who come together to create a document to be served on the gov- various government yep. entities. Yep. Two people were given the authority to do that yes. and to serve it and to sign it. Mm-hmm. No one else at that stage was included. No. And this document states states that all the other people who have suddenly become players in it and mm. pushing it mm. are actually on the altar. That's right. Okay. Because they're not direct blood descendants yeah. of those 34 uh, Just so we sorry, have to try to keep chiefs. everyone up to date. Yep. Okay. So that was that. <clears throat> that was that. So then they got on with the hui. Um, then on the, by the night of, I'd say, the night of the 13th, they had... All they had put together the documents that we've gone through, and we showed on the show previously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, you can hear the um, you can hear the analysis on the interview I did with Grant Edwards, right? Yeah. Okay. So I've got two of these because <clears throat> they are both the same in content, but they um, you can see that there were a number of packs of um, of these taken down to, um, well, they weren't taken down in this format. Yeah. They were, the, at, at, on the 13th, they produced a, um, a document at Waitangi, which had none of this postmaster general or whatever postmaster language in it. Yeah. Stace wasn't in it uh, because, of course, the people who actually say they had the authority to do this didn't want them in there. They say in their minutes, we, we, we're not having you here, right? Um, but for some reason, it went to Wellington, <clears throat> um, that, that original piece of paper, and got reformated by Mr. Stace into five packs. 
two of them got signed, okay, by, uh, and I've seen the video yep. of um, Anthea Williams signing. Yes. Um, if you're filing legal documents against the Crown, they need to be served on Crown law, so. No. Second, correct. Is it 20 seconds? Yep. Oh, uh, yes, sir. It's that time of year, right? It's all just melding in this. It's 20 seconds, I've been writing. I wrote a document 20 seconds yesterday. Does that provide the notification? Yep, that'll be fine. And I've seen um, Gregory Bourne signing. Thank you. Much obliged. You'd like me to sign oh, both of these? Oh, yes, please. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, sign and date would be great. Sure. Today's 22nd. Very good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very Thank much. You. Most appreciated. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right. I shall receive these on behalf of your excellency. Thank, Thank you. you. And Merry Christmas. Thank you very much. Merry Christmas. 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 Uh, no, not receipt. We don't give receipts. We just accept. yeah. You just sign. Oh, yeah, you just sign it. it. The, yeah. That's all it is. That's standard practice. But which is the one for us? Oh, oh yeah. That is, these will. This, oh, these are. Yeah. Right. So yeah. this will be a, a, just a receipt of those. We it don't normally do that. It has to be a stamp. It has to be your well, name. Well, they're standard practice. Yeah. Is it really? Well, yeah. We, yeah. I have to know who I've delivered these to. Yeah. Well, you're on the ninth floor. Yeah, but that we need. I don't know who you are. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, why, why don't you give receipts? Every other company partners do. Treasury just did. Yeah. They did? Yeah. yeah. That's their signature. Yeah. That's the lawyer for Treasury. Okay, then I'll, I'll sign it. Yeah. Yep, thank you. Thank you. And your name? Uh, Joe Curley. Thank you. Joe Curley. Yeah. Thank you, Joe. What's the, what's the date? 22nd of the 12th, thank Thanks. Okay, okay. No so then you have been served. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank Cheers. you. Okay. Have a Merry Christmas. Uh, yeah. Now, people might say, so <laughs> she got that wrong, right? I don't believe I did. The two documents that we have here are the Joe Crilly signings. But we don't know where the other three are. We don't know where the other three are. And that seems and to I be think, the whole... And I think Jacinda probably signed them in her own name. I personally stage. can't Here attest to it because I haven't seen it. No, I haven't either. Yeah. And I and and I would say if we, people, we are seeking if, more yeah, information. Of but course. if people want to, if people know where those other three documents are, those other three packs are, yeah. they can avoid being caught up in a treason trial if they if they come out now and tell us where they are. The video also shows, shows that they were serving the yeah. um, basically 
representatives of this mm. fake mm. New Zealand crown. <clears throat> well, the Queen, Her Majesty the Queen and Rights of New Zealand, the corporation. Mm. We don't have anything to do with the, the Queen per se at all. Mm. So uh, that's where the, um, the big, well, it's a fraud against the New Zealand public. It is because what they do, of course, is they sign over control of the police, the military, the courts, um, all of the government departments, all of those things that lie under the rubric of the Crown. Okay, They sign them all over to the control of an unelected group. Which is funny because once you take out the corporation, which is fake, all those others are fake. So how can you control something that doesn't really exist at law? I, at law, now people are going to get worried at this point. At legal maybe, but not at law. Yeah. People are going to get a bit worried with saying, oh, so what's happened to our courts? I thought long and hard about talking about this tonight, about what is the effect on our courts, right? Because they've been made illegitimate. Yes, they are. And I thought about it and I thought, oh, there's been some really good arrests in the last few days. All of those um, drug dealers who have suddenly been swept up. But people have said to me, but what about the politicians? You know, they're the real bad ones. They always seem to escape, don't they? They do. They do. But you see, and I didn't want... So I thought to myself, I don't want to destroy the confidence in the courts, but I can't... in in truth, not destroy yeah. the confidence in the courts because we cannot have those drug dealers who are still on charge and haven't come to trial yet. will take a while uh, before they come to trial. It's not going to happen straight away. they're working for too. We can't have them going before courts that have now got, and judges who now have to prove that they weren't involved in this because in actual fact, We've been focusing on the wrong person. Anthea Williams is the person who signed off on behalf of Helen Winkleman and Grant Treasury. Robertson. Yeah. Okay, Grant Robertson, uh, Minister for the Treasury, or uh, which is always the Deputy Prime Minister's always the minister. No matter what group it is, they're yeah. always after the money. Mm-hmm. Everyone. And of course, our courts um, chief chief judge is Helen Winkleman. Okay, now they don't put their ugly faces. Before, before us, but in actual fact, their their people like um, uh, Gregory Bourne for um, that's why they've got notice to to agent, notice to principal, notice to principals, notice to agents. In other words, even if one of them signers has been served, yes, we've received the fact that you've served us. Yeah, that means the other one's acknowledged. Yeah, because it's yeah exactly yeah exactly, and um, this of course the barcode. I actually have very strong suspicions that this is related to the Russell Gould organisation. Postmaster stuff. Yeah, it is postmaster wow. stuff. Yeah. Um, so what, right now people are thinking that's all good and well, but what the hell are those documents actually for? What do they, what do they say? In essence, what do they say and what are they after? So you're saying basically it's to tell the government, hey, you're a legitimate you got to go, we're taking over. Is that basically it? We're taking over, but the reason they're taking over is not to do all those nice things like to stop the vaccine, to uh, get out of Agenda 21, etc., etc., stop the 1080 drops. It's to take over the Treasury and the Army. 
those are the those basically the treasury is a is a form of coercion because you know <laughs> yeah. who, how are you going to pay your public servants? The treasury also pays the army. We're so far indeed. It's not funny. The CCP got, got us by the balls. Here's something I I had forgotten until I just told you that now. One of the things that Alfred told me early on, and um, I didn't really follow it up with him, was that he had been waiting in, um, I think, was he, yeah, was living in Auckland. He had been waiting for this Jennifer Alexander, a.k.a. Lady Crown, to come to New Zealand because she was holding the documents that would allow them to access the Treasury and pay the army and the police. <laughs> They've actually got infinite money on the other so side of the ledger. Course, they just don't let us access I, I, it. Here's here's the great <clears> thing. I mean, people might think, "Oh no," but here's the great thing. I believe that our Australian um, cousins and our New Zealand um, army and um, and defence force and the police knew what was going to happen, and that that's why they prevented her from coming here. She was going to bring the documents that obviously needed to be signed. They couldn't be sent. Um, they couldn't be sent. That they probably have to be physically here, right? They couldn't serve by registered mail, you know, through the postmaster general stuff. No. Yeah. Well, I think they can do everything, but they they haven't got any land. I, I've had communications from the Gould organisation actually um, in the last couple of days, and. Um, the postmaster here, who's you know supposed to be the legit one, not not um, Stace because he seems to be over in Australia playing postmaster. He's an he's called an ambassador at large now, right? Um, I've never spoken to the guy <sighs> myself, so I, I can't really comment I think on him. He has trouble speaking with a forked tongue. Not many people have spoken to him. Like I said, my, I personally have no knowledge of that, so I can't really yeah. say it. I, yeah. I have, you know, I've, I've um, come out against. BTK because he's been talking a whole lot of rubbish like yeah, he normally yeah. does. They recently did a, a Freemason special. Jeez, they got so much wrong it was un- unbelievable. But you know, we'll let them play Patsy and get paid for it. Oh, I hope you have a show. Oh, I hope you have a full show about all oh, this. You know, something's in the works. Mm, something's in the good, works. Good. Okay, so I, I'll just brief, briefly um, pass over those two documents because they they are, there's only there's two of them because it can sh- it shows you that. And now I've seen the actual person who did the JC signing. Yeah. And she's got, what's her name again? Uh, Joe Crilly. Joe, Joe Crilly. Crilly. Joe Crilly. She's American accent, I noticed. I wonder who she's related to. She'll be related to somebody. Okay. I think we're all related to someone, Liz. No. <laughs> I mean amongst, amongst the elites. I right? see what you mean, yeah. Right. Because here's another thing. This is of historical interest. The Stace family... Well, one of the original families up in um, the Bay of Islands back in the 1840s or maybe even before then, and, and it's reported in a historical um, uh, account that I came across, that they were the first people to sign, uh, to fly the, um, the, 19, uh, the 1835 Declaration flag oh, yeah. at their homestead. I think she was called Emily Stace, the... Um, I guess great, great. But didn't he change his name when he came to New Zealand from a Yeah, well, that was his wife's name because he's Leon in the United States. And his mother was Hersick or Hubaric or something like that. Yeah, something like that. 
just in passing anyways. Yeah, yeah. She another, she's another convicted felon in the United States who she, um, she had this um, kindergarten ranch or something. I mean, you just don't even want to think about it, do you? Okay. No, knowing that what he's been convicted for. So um, again, I haven't. I've seen. I've seen the stories. Mm-hmm. I've seen uh, links with photos looking similar, mm. but I cannot, in all clear conscience, convict a man um, on TV without yeah. having the absolute facts. He, and evidence. he will get his chance when he's questioned by the police and comes to trial. Yep. But of course, now we have to look at who he comes to trial before, because until the courts and the judges can prove to us without a doubt that they had no knowledge of what was going down, when when the chief judge obviously did, and just put her patsy out the front. Yeah. Because I actually took a case to court by myself Mm. um, on constitutional grounds Mm. over the 86 Constitution Act. and I was, and this white supremacist was actually fighting on behalf of Maldi at the time for Maldi driver's licenses and that. Oh, right. Just for you, uh, conspiracy theorists out there, because I'm a conspiracy factualist. Mm-hmm. And um, they, you could tell with their with their with their judgment. The judgment was basically uh, this is the wrong forum for these types of challenges. You got to go back to lawmakers in Parliament because the courts are a creature of statute. Justice is blind to all but that it was created for, it can't go outside of its purview. Mm-hmm. So it's never going to judge against itself. It's right. one of self-preservation. So anything that challenges the legitimacy of the government and therefore the courts is doomed for failure. Mm. So that's why Modi will never succeed in the courts. That's why they had to keep going to the Privy Council. Then the government cut the Privy Council off and put in the Supreme Court to keep it circular and keep it within the bounds of their control. Mm. So... um. Of course, the settlements and all that have come out of the allodial title slash native title. Exactly the same thing. Native title, allodial title, no difference. It's exactly the same thing. And this is what is the government's undoing. And that's what exactly what we're doing when we're building this human tsunami of change that's actually making great gains and it's sweeping the truth straight down their throats. Well, of course, you know that the trial um, about New Freeland is on the 24th of this month. Yes. Down in Nelson. Where you will be going to court for unlawfully entering a building, which is funny because it's ours anyway. Or being in a building. Being yeah. in a building. Being in a building. Yeah. Okay. Being they in didn't a try trespass because they knew that would be knocked down straight that off. That wouldn't work? No. But they, they had their reasons for doing this. But that's okay. But, you know, I... Will you win that case, Liz? <laughs> well, I'll, I'm going to have to put in an affidavit form yep. all that's come up. You know, and the document of the 22nd is going to be very, very important. You can take the show's testimony that uh, Liz was well within her rights to enter our building. We gave you a waiver to operate. You should have let us know you were having a, um, a camp in there. Yeah, and that could have just t- been avoided. They were told within a good two weeks beforehand. Yeah. And we have the proof of that. We, we invite, yeah. just like when the cops turned up that day, we said, hey, mm. help yourself, you know. Just clean up after yourself and then leave. Mm. Close the door behind you. Big door, yeah. a big park. Yeah. Well, but, land, but you yeah. know, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen on, you know, whether the courts are going to be brave enough to, um, uh, brave enough to actually have the case because they're going to be challenged on their very legitimacy. First and foremost. I mean, we might actually do an allodial over the land outside the courthouse. And we can. walk in and say. Well, they can't have it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Just say, well, sorry, you're well, you, 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 you know, well, no, well, hang on, we'll give them a waiver. Yeah, take on. your birth certificate and say, well, I'm here's not- my bond. I'm the a beneficiary and the yeah. executor. You're my trustee. Mm. Prosecutor, you're actually sitting in fraud because you're trying to benefit from something you got no part of, so you can piss off. And uh, judge... <laughs> Dismiss everything, and if you want some of their money, which is on the other side of the ledger, help yourself throw on 10%, yeah. and uh, let's get this thing done. But I really want it tried because I want, for a start, I want to put the affidavit in that then on the rec- introduce on it onto the record, yep. onto the court record, what happened on the 22nd, why I was within my rights to be in that building, because, of course, we proved a lodial title. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we... We actually gave it to the to the proper persons to um, you know to the governor general to say well actually you shouldn't be calling elections blah 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 we're going to you know but we know that this is all just uh, grits for the mill because they, they yep. continue to uh, roll on anyway but in any impartial mm. court because they're a criminal organisation the New Zealand government mm. absolutely criminal just like I call them on but, on the other show when we're talking about the. COVID, but here's the great the thing, because we've murderous. got people already starting to do a low deal. Everywhere. Right? Everywhere. They're getting in contact with me because of your saying, get in contact with Yeah, Liz. get in contact with Liz, because she's, <laughs> right. she's a legal brain. And, uh, yeah. And, and we, together we, I think together we changed the yeah, world, Liz. I reckon. Well, New Zealand. Yeah. But, um, Isn't it funny? But I, I've said a to lawyer, because you're a despicable creature, you know, lawyers, eh? And a Freemason, the despicable creature I hear. I know. We're the only ones free. We're, we're the ones who came out to free people. Yeah, I know. Isn't that funny? Strange. And all these other ones taking pot shots at us. They've actually done nothing irony. for anyone. World's anyway, back to the documents. Because yeah, I yeah. can almost but, psychically hear these people I'm, say back to the I'm documents. I'm saying to the people who, who are starting a lodial, yep. get a copy of the document of the 22nd. You've got any problem, you can refer to it in your um, claim, if you like, say, um, you know, we've proven. That Absolutely. the courts are not to be trusted. And I, I don't say don't trust the police unless they come and try and talk. Allodial slash native title means no legislative ability for the government to have any control over that land. You've effectively removed them. So people say, oh, yeah, but if I stop paying my rates and that sort of stuff, uh, can I still uh, build an extra part to my house? Do you not get it? Once you claim allodial title, exclusive usage of the land... It is yours. You can burn your house down if you like. Just don't let it cause a forest fire because it'll be harm and then you'll be done for it. So what's right. next, Liz? So, um, so just to bring people up to date. Yep. Documents done in Waitangi. Yep. Served on the New Zealand government to basically give them instructions. Yep. So far, nothing. Nothing. Crickets. Crickets. So what normally follows after a serving process and no performance from the other party is a follow-up. Do, have they given an indication of what the follow-up is? Are they going to call on the uh, military to arrest them, to have them stand down? What's the uh, go there? Um, what they did, what then the Lady Crown organisation did, yeah. was to issue what they called a final order. And that is that document, uh, which has got you know, the picture on the front Oh yes, that one, that was there, one that was delivered the crown with of the, Maori the other one. Nation Royal Decree. Now, um, now the different when they say Modi, M A U R I. Yeah. Um, they are the ones who say they've been here twenty two and a half thousand years. Right. Right. That's like the originals. 
Uh-huh. Whereas the Mouldy Nation, M A R O R I, are the Johnny Come Lately's with the decoration yeah. and the tree. And they're, and they're holding that, hands with the crown. They're the fighting yeah. over who was here first as well. Just yeah, like yeah. we say, hey, Celts were here, yeah. you know, before you guys. But mm. but for for if these people have been here twenty two and a half thousand years and still mm. didn't have the wheel, mm. still didn't have buildings and structures like the Pantheon and you know Greece yeah. and that, something seriously That's, wrong there, Liz. Yeah, yeah, I think they're kidding. I think they're kidding themselves. Okay, so um, we got another um, another missive here from um, this one's from Geordie, uh, Georgie Job, and this was on the twenty fourth of December, so a couple of days after the serving, and she's complaining now that that they were misled by the by the Purple Thumb group. Right. That in actual fact, the vaccine was going to be delivered on the twenty fourth of December. And it wasn't. It was actually found out when they went home from the Hui that it was going to be delivered on, um, it wasn't until April of 2021 that it was going to be delivered. And they'd been, you know, taken by surprise. So then they try and say, well, now you, you've got to cease and desist doing what? Is, is not all that clear. Alfred returns fire on her and says, what are you talking about? Um, you know, it's done. A producer's um, had a conversation with Lady Crown. Oh, okay. Um, and has reached out to Michael Stace for comment. Um, he has sent, I think, um, something through. Uh, we're waiting to actually speak to him directly. Because like I said, I, I in this show we like to get all sides so we mm. can make sense of it. Mm. Uh, because at the moment even I am a little confused over this. I mean, I know about the Declaration of Independence, you know, mm. 20th of October, 1835. I know all that. I helped. Mm. With the Māori government in Otahu, I, I used the Māori passport twice successfully overseas. I used a, a Māori driver's licence and all that sort of stuff mm. because I wanted to show them that you don't become, you don't grow within yourself mm. if you have to beg someone for recognition. Mm. Mm. You know mm. what I mean? Mm. Just like with all these, some Māoris, see, a lot of Māori are good. Mm. Like, you know, we go on really well. But Absolutely. you've got those fringe elements, just like you have the whites. There's some fringe whiteies as well. I call them leftist lunatics, but anyway. Um who who targets you because you're not part of part of their uh, future plans. Mm. You know what I mean? It's just like we are in a press race, so we've finally got a chance mm. to take our turn at the table, which mm. is beer, by the way. They've sold it all off. Uh, that's why a lady will bring it all back. Um, and so this is the problem we have. When Remember, the letter to King William was inviting them to become the parent guardian of the infant state. Mm. So they could get together, they could get get basically get this shit together and get everything done. To my knowledge, because they're tribal, it was never going to be a collective anyway. Remember, yeah. in, the, in the collective capacity, mm-hmm. and when they're always going to fight, they're never going to mm. be in a position to take that power mm. back. So were, it is always going to be, in that sense, in trust, mm. because they can't haven't proven that they can tend to their own yes, fears. It's like a, like the parents, they they think they've grown up. But you can see, even at this late stage, this is this is she's uh, this Georgie um, Job. Yeah, she's um, a some sort of high up in money apoto, right? Yeah, she's an academic as well. Is she? Yeah. Okay. So anyway, she's um, uh, she's well, I don't know then why she thinks it can be withdrawn after it's already been served and exactly. signed. Yeah, huh? you, you have to, if, if you're going to do a yeah. service notice, you have to have a revocation of it. Mm. You've got to um, 
Yeah, you've yeah. got to basically terminate yeah. it through another so, notice. So anyway, Alfred gave her a serve back and and um, and that, that fought fight continues. But it seems like Napui and Maniapoto are trying to kind of take it over now. And they're... It was not, how yeah, they think they're going to do it. Napui's not even mentioned on the Declaration of Independence, let's face it. It's all the mm. different... Remember. Yeah. That was number of hapu. Exactly. Yep. Where it states, you know, become the parent guardian of the infant mm. state at the bottom, at the, at the second part it says, um, the sovereignty of the Māori nation shall be recognised as being exclusively exercised through the chiefs and heads of hapu. Mm. No iwi was no. never about iwi. Iwi is a later creation mm. designed to suck all the rest mm. up who wouldn't conform and basically rip them mm. off. But, and that's why the fight yeah. continues, because they can't get their act mm. together. But for simplicity's sake. Yeah. You know, it's simplifying to say Napui and Maniapoto yeah. are kind of trying to sort of get everybody off the off the waka now. I'm part of Maniapoto too. Oh, you mm, yeah. careful what I say. Great auntie's know. a Kitty Takanoa. Oh, right. And for oh, those who go, Maniapoto. don't lie. Okay. It was uh, Thomas Takanoa married Nell Green. Nell Green had Stan and Nola Green, and uh, Nola's my mother's mother. Okay, there you go. Okay. And then they adopted Kitty after that. Right. Okay. So then we've got... I also got a Napui, just thought I'd say that. Johnny oh Hitter. Oh my goodness, George am Hitter I going to get out of this father. studio he, he, he was with Eileen Evans, although they never married. He had, I think it's nine or eleven kids or something. Good breeders back then. And uh, so he's my stepfather. Kaikoui <laughs> area. Okay. I can got another one as well. Tainui as well. Through Tahinga, Ngati Tahinga, Port Waikato. Tikarahi Marae and that. And you've got uh, Waitaha. Through McFarlane. So. Yeah. Yeah, but that's your white side. That's my white side. Yeah. Okay. So, well, I've got three brown sides and one white side. I'm out, I've outnumbered myself, Liz. You have. My yeah. God. So basically Very what proud. we're saying is they've tried, basically you've got different Māori groups all claiming origins from wherever, forming groups based on the Declaration of Independence, sidestepping the treaty to take the country under their control. This is basically Great. essentially what it's all about, yep. and that's what these documents are about. Yep. And now the people who went down and served those documents mm -hmm. are now fighting each other for dominance. Yep. Oh, I can see this ending well. <laughs> okay. So on the even though you can see in those videos that we that I've viewed, yeah, that <clears> this <throat> document, which is you, it's in black and white, but it was in with a purple. Um, and in colour, yeah. of course, um, was does sit under those, but there is no signing on this. The actual back page was what alerted um, that back page with the signatures on, was what alerted alerted Alfred in the first place that it was legitimate. He, yeah, what what he calls his back page had been inserted into this document. Photocopied, basically, or laser jetted and put in there. Uh, yeah, something yeah. like that. I mean, uh, Mr. Stace is a printer. Some um, some skill, it seems. And many talents, that man. He has. So then that was put in there. And um, and even though it sits under there, it doesn't get any, it's not part of, if you like. So um, you think somewhere in this whole chain of a web of deceit, mm -hmm. cross-purposes, agendas, and all that, you've got government officials stoking it along. Oh, absolutely. Those are the ones I want. Yeah, I want to know who's behind absolutely. that. Absolutely. But in the meantime, until we find that out, we've got to hold, hold the whole of the ministries, especially the courts. 
Well, you've, yeah, in 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 distrust. Well, we've still got the yeah. Well, like I said, the eighty six Constitution Act completely yeah. destroys them anyway. Yeah, except but, they can't rule but, against themselves. But it does. It there, there can be no maritime law under that. Okay, exactly. Okay, no imperial law. Maritime law and imperial law. So imperial law's application act nineteen eighty eight doesn't work either then. Well, it does in that it preserves the The common common law, law. which is our allodial and all that. So the government's screwed six ways from Sunday. We're all good. good. Okay. The next document, we're almost at an end to it. Yeah, because we've got to wrap it up in a minute. Yeah. um, 25th of January, 2020. um, uh, Lady... Crown, and she's got even more titles now. See an embossed letterhead here saying embossed, uh, Crown yeah. of the Māori Nation. Um, Aotea Aroha, actually. Aroha. Well. Yeah, complete, you know, we're going to have the earth, the earth of Love, established 1820 in perpetuity. Okay. Well. So forever and ever. Never heard of that. But. Okay. Um, so anyway, it's a, it's a letter to um, Alfred Mitchell saying, we served on the 22nd, this document, yep. and we are actually owning the process now, and you are not going to get joined in with us. <laughs> so then they're trying to but then get rid of but the didn't, The others in Waitangi say they're not going to do joined with them? Yeah. And now this is a comeback later to say we're not doing joined with you. Yeah. Just like I'm not playing in your sandbox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That's so, so, and they talk about Michael Stace. With regards to Michael Stace, he is the webmaster of the Purple Thumb community and crown of the Maori Nation, whom I commissioned. We are not his sponsors. Okay. Wow. And they agree as crown live life claimants that we are Komatu. Oh, boy, oh, boy. To speak for our Tumpuna. Yeah. <laughs> Another long name. Yeah. Okay. Kind regards. Uh, Tuamaki, Lady Crown, uh, Turi Katuku, Tikatuku, is that um, white, the, uh, the white bird, I think, Yeah, you know, that the Queen used to be associated with, the white heron, Ka- uh, Kataku, I think. Anyway, she's the third, she's the third, this lady, and she's um, giving a real beating up to Alfred Mitchell. Right. And uh, saying, you know, get in line. And um, like I said, our producer has spoken to her. But yeah, I yeah. personally haven't. She sounds quite a so quite I can't a really determined give a comment lady. On that. Determined lady. And uh, yeah, so they're trying to. See, the thing is, some of these people now. are very knowledgeable in their own um, in their are. own ways. Yeah, there they are. Um, and you know, I'll direct it to you people out there. How do you think you got to where you are? Because none of you can stick together. You got to give the, the the British one thing. We'll call them Brits because I'm not a Brit. You got to give them one thing. They certainly know how to come together to take what they want. Well, they're disciplined. Very disciplined. Yeah. They leave their arguments in private. I mean, they're um. They get the job done. Held, then they argue about how to divide it up later mm. once they've secured it. Mm. As you can see, you're living under it. Mm. I mean, they did maintain a British Empire for a very long time. Yeah. And this and, is the and trying police still, report, is it? Yeah. Oh, that's the police report where we ha- actually handed the <clears throat> the document of the twenty second um, in on. I I put it in on the fourth um, of um, June into um, Auckland Central Police Station, and on the 9th of June, I think it was. What day was it? 
I don't actually say it here. 5th of June, 2012. Oh, 9th, 9th. Yeah, I've, 9th, I put it 9th down there. Yeah. 9th of June. Um, I, after I'd had long talks with um, Alfred Mitchell and John Wanai. Um, right, we and this is an official press now, release. This was because we have yeah. one minute left. How fast right. can you do this? This is this was issued on the twenty second, and I just got it today. Um, and this is from the office of the Maori Crown, and it's saying the treaty is dead. And, That's actually we agree on that, and it's all written um, mostly here in all of that gobbledygook called. Um, uh, treaty is never ratified by the yeah. uh, UK Parliament either, was it? No, it's British not, Parliament, not here either. That's right. Okay. Um, so that was all of that, and it didn't get to Alfred until it was sent to uh, a man called Andy Devine, who's living in um, in Greece, and is flying the Hefakaputanga um, flag over there. Okay, DOA flag, yeah. Yeah. So um, apparently, it didn't arrive until today or yesterday, and then it was passed on to me, and basically. Lady Crown was saying, oh, even on the twenty second, we're we're taking over. So I think. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what comes. As, as soon as as soon as Stace had reported back, I've got them signed. This was released, but then it was taken down the same day on the orders of Russell Gould. Okay. So Russell Gould here's, is pulling the strings. Here's the um, here's the fascinating thing. So thanks for that. Hopefully that's cleared up a. Cleared up a few things of exactly how we got here, where we are, and who knows what's to come next. We'll we'll, we'll follow and we'll see. Um, one thing is that I want people to think about, especially some Māori out there. I'm not talking every Māori because, like I said, most of them work their guts out. They they raise their families well. Like I said, we've got fringes on both sides of the aisle. But don't attack the whites when you're going to hold up a flag given to you by whites and use that as your um, basis for being recognised, it's pretty dumb, isn't it? It's, it's like, you whiteies, you're all bad, but you gave us legitimacy because, look, we've got a flag from you. That's how dumb it is. That's how dumb the argument is. Once you realise that this divisive crap is just that crap mm. and we start to have a conversation without the news media filtering it, without the government talking heads... We'll get on just fine, and we'll be able to sort this out in a heartbeat. Thanks, Liz, for coming in and uh, sort of clarifying that. And we'll um, see what comes next. Thanks for your patience, guys. Yes.